Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Q&A. We're so glad to have you with us this morning, and this is your opportunity to send in questions from the sermon this morning. So we would encourage you to do that. And even if um, a question and response you hear this morning sparks a question in your mind, send it in. It really would be a great opportunity to answer those uh, for you this morning. Um, I just, I love the continuity of scripture and yeah. how last week we're able to read through the disobedience, the grace, grace and compassion of the Lord and over and over and over again. And then be able to see that same consistency and application for our lives mm-hmm. today. We saw that yeah. application last week, but then to go a step deeper right. this week, I just, I'm so grateful. You know, uh, I'm not sure. I felt like I did a better job Thursday night maybe than I did this morning of, or maybe I just repeated myself too much Thursday <laughs> night, <laughs> um, of making sure that what we were understanding is these these were responses to mercy not mm. not this i have this checklist of yes. this is the life i'm supposed to live and this will gain me greater favor with god that this is this overwhelming um a life of gratitude for god's mercy is a life of obedience mm-hmm. and oftentimes uh, yeah, I, I think it's true that oftentimes my disobedience is a reflection that I've lost my gratitude for God's mercy, or even my my dutiful obedience, mm-hmm. but without joy, um, can be a reflection of I've lost the gratitude for mercy. So what mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say here is I, I hope what you're hearing is. Not a list of five rules, right. but a life of response to mercy. And it just it impacts, when I think about it, what's it impact? It impacts how I spend my time serving, mm-hmm. how I use my resources, giving. It impacts how I relate to folks, a commitment to forgive. It connects to how I engage every day, whether it's dependence or and trust, or I am freaked out and I'm worried and I'm stressed out. It deals with marriage. I had never really connected mercy with marriage until this passage mm. and seen that my commitment to marriage is much more than a duty. It's a reflection of God's mercy in my life and how I would engage in marriage. So that was really good for me. And just this whole idea of my life doesn't belong to me. I I don't owe God. I belong to God. And there is a difference there. I belong Mm -hmm. to Him because of His mercy. So uh, just I, I hope you captured this is a life response to mercy, not a list of five things you need to get your life together about. Right, <laughs> and I don't know if that came through well enough this morning or not. Hmm. But well, that's I, a feeling. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I do think it came through. Okay. Especially thinking, um, I've often heard mercy um, defined as not receiving what we deserve mm-hmm. and grace. Uh, the, uh, Giving us what we don't deserve. Yeah, giving us what we don't deserve. And so when you think about like a response to not receiving what I deserve, Mm -hmm. and then you think of the reams of paper as an example, um, how can I not then walk in these ways? Yeah, it's not only that I – that 
I've been forgiven. It's that I have not been condemned. Exactly. So I deserve condemnation. I deserve to be forsaken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Lord has been merciful. So we know. Yep. Uh, a life of mercy in response to mercy is what I, I really hope connected with the heart today. Mm, absolutely. Well, we've got a question okay. um, to start us off this morning. Um, question from a parent. Uh, my daughter has a couple of friends who have been and continue to be very toxic. We mm. do talk about forgiveness. How do we teach her to forgive, but not to continue in a toxic friendship? Um, and then they have a second part here. Also, as a parent, if they do forgive, would it be okay for us to include these children back in relationships, like being in our home again? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think um, I think maybe two things, and I appreciate as a parent, things are like spaghetti. They all start to get interwoven. It's hard to pull it apart. But I would say we're talking about two different issues there. One issue we're talking about is forgiveness. Uh, and so in that situation, uh, don't qualify, don't minimize, don't shrink uh, forgiveness from what God intends it to be. Make it in all of its fullness. It's mercy, it's grace, it's undeserved. You don't have to make them uh, earn it. That wouldn't be forgiveness. You don't have to make sure they really are sorry. Uh, forgive. For them to receive it, that, that's mm-hmm. a different, but forgive, 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 forgive. Forgiving a person, though, doesn't mean that, therefore, I should not exercise wisdom as well. So I think there's a forgiveness issue here and then a wisdom issue. Uh, The scripture does say bad company corrupts good character. Mm -hmm. And so we do have to be wise in who we spend our time with. Now, we're not to be isolated from the world. And Jesus demonstrated that he he was engaged in the world, but it was not to the neglect of time with the Father and time with those who he was ministering to, to who would be his disciples, those mm-hmm. who would walk that journey with him. So, uh, as a parent, I don't want – I honestly, I don't want my kids to be totally isolated. Mm-hmm to protect them, uh, but nor do I want to be foolish and allow them to be so exposed to uh, bad company that it ends up being the defining, the leading part of their life. So part of your role of a parent is helping discern that, and so you may need to go we need to put some boundaries around some of these relationships so that they do not become the defining part of your daughter's life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You yeah, have a daughter does. that Okay, so you have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, any follow-up question to that that I wasn't clear about that you would go uh, fully forgive but exercise wisdom in the influence that other people are having in your daughter's life. No, I don't. Uh, I can't think of anything else that I would add in there because there is um, that element of wisdom and how you would still engage in relationship with that child. I mean, I think, okay, we have a friend who I know, I'm just making this up, okay. doesn't know the Lord. Right. So I don't want to completely separate from them, but perhaps you change the venue in which you're spending time or mm-hmm. engaging with them. So sure. maybe it's a public place you're meeting versus in your home or yeah. in over time that you can kind of readdress that relationship. Um, that's kind of what what okay. I think of because you don't want to completely take them 
out, you know, I've tried to share with our right. kids and walk with the wise and be wise. Like, you know, who, who are those that you're really investing your time mm-hmm. in around you, but still to be the hands and feet of Christ. And, and it's a model for your children too, as they see you walk through that sure. and discern the situation. I've learned that that then becomes a model for your children right. to help them to understand how do I hmm. ask questions and decipher what I need to do in this situation. Yeah. It'd be... Uh, this wasn't part of the question, but uh, for the individual who wrote it, it'd be a, a good process for you to say, okay, what have I demonstrated about forgiveness in my own life? What's mm-hmm. my daughter learning yes. from me in regards to how I forgive? And what is my daughter learning from me in regards to how the other relationships in my life, do they reflect the heart of Jesus that there is an engagement with those who are not yet in relationship with him? Uh, I'm not out of the world, but I'm not of the world. That's the the distinction that Jesus made, of course, when he prayed uh, for the disciples that they would not, don't take them out of the world, Father, but that they would not be of the world, in but not of. And that's, that is a learned that comes with maturity. And so as parents, it's our role to help grow our kids towards maturity in Christ. So you may have to navigate that with them. One size would not fit all mm-hmm. there. Right. Now, we did certain things with our kids that maybe other folks wouldn't do with their kids. Uh, so I think you have to, as a parent, not just look around and go, what's everybody else doing? But ask the question, what is needed for my daughter at this point in her journey in life? Yes. Make it specific to your, mm-hmm. to your child yeah. and your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, additional question here on forgiveness. Um, I want to forgive as God has forgiven me, but I'm regularly filled with feelings of anger and betrayal. Hmm. Does this mean that I haven't forgiven this person? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a real question. Yeah. And it sounds cliche when we say good question, great question. That's a real question. I like real questions. So uh I've tried to forgive. I think I've forgived uh, forgiven is uh, sorry. I want to forgive as God has forgiven me, but I'm regularly filled with feelings of betrayal and anger. Okay. Yeah. I think sometimes uh, because God's forgiveness of us is so definitive and like done, declared. Done, yes. Out of the way Mm -hmm. that we wrestle with that. And if someone has betrayed me, hurt me badly... I think it's probably not going to be, I forgive and it's done. It's probably going to be, I want to forgive them. And then, I do, Lord, in this moment, I forgive them. And then emotions, feelings, thoughts, intentions rise up. I don't think that... What's helpful at that moment is to go, wow, I thought I did, maybe I didn't really forgive them. It's at that moment to go, those are reflections of a bitter heart and a hard heart and an angry heart. So, Lord, I confess that. And uh, I don't want to treat them in that way. So, uh, we can get lost so much in whether you have forgiven them fully, if you really meant it, that sort of thing. I certainly helpful to declare it again, Lord. I, I want to forgive them, and I want to live out that forgiveness. I confess I'm angry right now. I don't want to treat them in anger. I'm bitter. I don't want to live in bitterness. So um, 
don't beat yourself up so much, I guess, is what I want to say is we can we can short circuit the process by beating ourselves up for what we're feeling, what we're thinking, instead of just acknowledging what we're feeling and thinking mm-hmm. and addressing that as if beating ourselves up is going to change it. It doesn't. It will it, not change it. It won't. And so what do you need to do? You need to go just say, acknowledge that and say, Lord, I don't want to live in it, and, and then confess it. How many times have, have I confessed the same sin over and 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 over again? Many, many, many times. It's not, well, did the Lord forgive it? Well, he did, and, and I'm still, I am, I am still in it. Mm-hmm. So I forgive, I, I seek forgiveness. And so I think that's just what I would encourage you to do is... Just honestly embrace what you know the heart of God is for with what you're feeling and what you would like to do and what you would like to say. And then with the heart of Christ, turn from those thoughts, actions. Those are acts of forgiveness and seek to, and this would be maybe hard, but maybe this is a good word for you, seek to pray for that person. Um, use what the scripture says, instead of cursing those who curse us, pray for them, bless them, do good to them. So there might be an act of doing good, of a blessing or a prayer for them that would, um, in some sense, turn the negative moment into a God moment. Mm-hmm. What an incredible way, um, one, for the Lord to reveal himself, but then for you to have a testimony behind how the Lord has changed your heart sure. in a way that only he can. Yeah, and that would be it would that would that be the supernatural work of God Absolutely. because you would be feeling one thing but doing another mm-hmm. based on your commitment to, I want to I wanna do what the scripture says. So don't get lost in, I thought I forgave, but I still am wrestling with those feelings. Probably pretty normal. Just. Keep wrestling with those feelings and don't yield to them and let them become the dictators in your life. Mm. Um, so an additional question about forgiveness. I know there's generally quite a few questions sure. um, on forgiveness when we um, cover this, but how do you go about forgiving someone? They mentioned a brother specifically who has mentally, physically, and emotionally been abusive to you. I wonder if in that, well, let me answer first. Mm -hmm. Uh, We forgive them the same way we've forgiven. We forgive anyone else. We acknowledge what we have done to the Lord. We confess it. He forgives us. He does not hold it against us any longer. I'm not minimizing the depth of what abuse does, Mm. and so I'm not suggesting it's easy. And this is not cliches. The cross wasn't easy. The cross was a bloody mess. Uh, The cross was hard, agony. So, again, Jesus is not calling us to do something that he has not already done. He is forgiving those who have literally a father forgive them. He forgives the very people who have done the very thing that was just described there, physically and verbally abused him, and he forgave them. Mm. 
So Jesus has gone before you and done that. So you forgive them the same way Jesus forgave from the cross. I'm wondering if embedded in that question is, does forgiving them mean, again, that therefore we act like it has never happened and we don't put um, some wisdom into what this relationship looks like going forward? Mm -hmm. So in the same way that we talked earlier, um, if there has been abuse— I don't think that's outside of the realm of forgiveness. Uh, what we just demonstrated, Jesus was forgiving where there was abuse. But that doesn't mean that you don't put uh, some, again, boundaries, some safety uh, around what that relationship would look like going forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I just... Again, I don't know that that was part of the question, but I think sometimes we think that if there's forgiveness, um, there are no consequences. Mm -hmm. And in reality, I can forgive someone, but they still live with the consequences. Give you an example. Uh, I think... I think when there is, since we talked about it this morning, when there's infidelity in a marriage... The husband is unfaithful to his wife, and he confesses it, seeks her forgiveness. She forgives him. He could then say, hey, you have forgiven. You said you forgave me. Why are you still uh, hesitant to trust me? Why are you still going behind me and looking at my schedule? Um, why don't you just take me at my word? When we break trust, <laughs> there can be forgiveness, but there needs to be trust rebuilt. And uh, for example, a, a woman who has been hurt in that way and then is tearful and emotional uh, over that hurt. And the husband says, why do you keep crying? You said you forgave me. And I'm not just making this up. This is real stories. Oh, you, you said you forgave me, and your tears are, are just beating me up. Uh, if I would be unfaithful to Jackie... I would understand that if she was gracious enough to forgive that and stay in the marriage, that I would be dealing with a wounded wife who would have uh, reason to wonder about where I am, what I'm doing, until I, and you can't, you as the betrayer can't set the timetable on this, but uh as the one who betrayed, I can't determine, look, you need to get over this. Mm -hmm. And I think some folks think, well, you forgave me. You just need to get over it and expect that somehow that means there won't be consequences of dealing with a wounded, hurt person who has forgiven but is wounded. Mm. There, there's healing. Yeah. And that takes time to build that relationship again. So 
I'm not sure where I went down that path. Was there a question in that? There, there was. There a was. Question okay. In that, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, starting with the the abuse factor, which then uh, yes. creates yes, this an idea of pain. that that if you forgive me, there are no consequences. Right. That's not accurate. There can be forgiveness and consequences. Mm. Yes. So grateful for the Lord's great compassion Amen. and mercy and our example there to be able to forgive and to love um, in a way that only He empowers us to do. So yes. grateful for your questions this morning. Um, hope you're encouraged by God's Word, His voice to you this morning out of Scripture, and hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.